It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. We're going to talk love, we're going to talk relationships, we're going to talk with a French accent. But before I start, I found a little quote about love that I want to share with you. I think it's right on. It says, never go in search of love, go in search of life. And life will find you the love you seek. That, I think, is totally true. And I've often talked about la joie de vivre, the joy of life. When you bring in your energy, in your vibration, in your universe, all that joy of life, it comes back to you. So keep of that. Love life. Life loves you back. Your questions are next. 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, just dial in 855-905-8255. Chelsea, bonjour. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Chelsea. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up with you tonight? Oh, so I need your advice. Mm -hmm. I have been dating this guy for a little bit over a year, and there's been a couple of like situations, like he doesn't recognize, you know, like when we were together six months, like it just went over his head. The year came by, it just went over his head. You know, um, I love to dance, and he can dance, but he doesn't like to dance with me, um, doesn't really want to do anything fun, <laughs> you know, and I just, I don't know. Like, I've known this guy for a really long time. We went to, actually went to middle school and high school together, and okay. we connected after 20 years, but I just, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So let me ask you a couple of questions first. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you think you love him? I mean, I would say a 5 right now. Mm -hmm. How much, besides going out, scale of 1 to 10, how, how would you grade his partnership with you, really, as a partner? Not as a dancer, not as somebody who like, doesn't like to go out, but like an everyday boyfriend. How good of an everyday boyfriend is he? I mean, I would have to give him like a 4, because <laughs> it's not like he'll take it upon himself to like show up at my house and be like, hey, you know, like, let's hang out, or, you know, it's like everything, I always have to go to him. I see. All right, so um, if we ask your intuition, would you say you should leave this guy in your intuition or should you stay with this guy? I mean, my intuition is telling me that, you know, I might have a better chance of finding somebody that I have better interaction with, you know, because yep. I'm a very, like, hyper, you know, go happy person, you know, like, I like I'm very energetic, you know, and he's like the complete opposite. I see. No, I understand. Listen, your intuition never betrays you. So I think you should follow that intuition. I think you should break up with him. Then find somebody that, you know, brings you the best of yourself and you bring the best of him to and not stay in a relationship that is boring, depressing, and not exciting. Thank you, Simon. You are most welcome and have a wonderful night. You too. I just got an interesting Twitter DM from somebody who needs help to decide what to do in his relationship. And that's coming up next. You know that if you have a question for me, but you can't dial in, you can always send me like a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, I have my goddaughter, Chloe, in the house. So, Chloe, what's going on with George? George says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, George. My girlfriend sings along loudly to every song that comes on, whether we're in the car, in a movie, in a restaurant, wherever. And she has a terrible voice. It's seriously like nails on a chalkboard. Everything else about her is amazing, but her singing really makes me want to not be around her. Should I tell her that it bugs me? Uh, that's a good question. Should you tell your partner if they sing so badly, like it's like nails on the chalkboard, that they should stop or not? 
Stay with me. I'll tell you my answer next. So imagine this. Your partner loves to sing. Loves to sing. But they sing so badly with such a terrible voice. It's like nails on a chalkboard. And so George is asking me about his girlfriend. She said, should I tell her? Everything else about her is amazing. But her singing is so bad, he doesn't want to be around her so much. Should I tell her or not? I think that you should tell her, but very nicely with a humoristic. Like, I got to tell you a story, George. I don't sing well at all, and everybody's told me I sing very badly. So I don't take it bad because I know it comes from a good place. If you say things with kindness and respect, everybody gets it. So you, you let her sing, maybe not as loud, and then you compliment her when it's better. I sing very badly. I know it. And so I think she can know it too. And I think that it's important to protect the relationship and be kind to her. Kindness is the best tool to express a truth about anything and anyone. Be kind, but tell her so you can stay around her. That's the goal. You call that next, 855-905-8255. Parlez-vous français, 855-905-8255, or in English, 855-905-8255. We speak French and English here. Uh, Brianna, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brianna. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Um, I've been getting very serious with my boyfriend, mm -hmm. and I really care a lot about him. But his ex-wife is just, like, totally involved in his life. And he's got a couple of grown daughters, mm -hmm. and now he's got some grandchildren. And lately, it's just been, she keeps trying to get him to go, like, take trips up to visit the grandchildren, and they've done that quite a few times, mm -hmm. and it makes me feel like the odd one out, and it's like, I know she's going to be in his life forever, so it's like, I'm really not sure how to go about handling it. Um, she is remarried, she has, you know, her husband, but it's like, I don't know, he's just like, not in the picture that much. I so see. I'm just, it's just kind of an awkward situation for me, because, you know, around the kids and everything, it's hard for me to fit in, especially if they have both their parents there. I totally understand. So, Brianna, give me one or two good reasons you would have to stay with him, now that you know all that. Well, I really love him, and I've known him for many years, and I want to have a life with him, mm -hmm. but this is just like the one awkward thing, and it's like, I don't know if she's not letting go, or I really don't know. Okay. And the other question I want to ask you is, if he was listening to you right now, to uh, a conversation, what would you tell him to do better? Mm. I guess I would say that he just has to, like, try to really make sure that, like, I'm inserted in his life and that I'm involved more and that he maybe, you know, lets her know that I'm his wife and I'm, you know, mm -hmm. I'm part of the family now, too, and mm -hmm. it's not like they are still a family unit. Yes, so I think that um, what you said is important uh, because, like you said, if you feel excluded, uh, the relationship won't last and the love won't last. So I think you should talk to him. I would not really talk about anything else than to feel included. I would not criticize her or anything about what. No, I would just say all I want is to feel more included and uh, be part of the family. Don't okay. criticize anything or anyone. Just here's what I would like you to do a little better so I feel more welcome, more part of the family. And that's what I want to be part of the family. Okay, that sounds good. Sounds good with you? Sounds great. <laughs> All right, Brianna. Good luck to you, and thank you for uh, you calling. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Au revoir.
You know, I want to talk a little more on how to make your new partner feel included in your family life. Because that's a key thing in new relationships. That's next. Say you started to date somebody who was married before and I already have kids. How much would you like to be included in that family life? How much would you feel you want to feel part of the activities, of, of just, just the dynamic and the energy and, 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 and how important is it to you? Because as we all you know, get a bit older, so we meet people that have been married before, they have kids or they don't have kids, they have families. And I think nowadays more than ever, uh, as people find sometimes the greatest love of their life on the second round or the third round of marriages or relationships, is that the more you include and make everybody feels part of it, the better. Not forcing it, not all the time, but I think it's a sign that it's kind of also official. It validates the new partnership, right? Because when you're always like, not introduced to anybody, I can understand why you would feel, I'm just not part of his life or her life. So that's very important. Include your new partner officially in your life. Now, the best way to do it, I have a couple of tips for you, and they're coming up next. When you start dating officially somebody new, right, how much do you want to be included in that new partner's life? Really, that's the question. And I say we should do it naturally, organically, but we should do it and we should want to do it. Introduce our friends, step one, two, our families. By the way, only when you're exclusive, obviously. Now, how to do it? It's simple. Invite your new partner to the parties you go to with your friends Invite them to social events when you go to with your friends and then invite them to have dinner with your family. It's, just, it's simple, right? But if you don't do this, it really one may feel rejected or may feel you know there's no future there because if you're proud of your new partner and you have love, you want them to meet the people that you love to. Just a natural thing. So keep that in mind. If you feel love and you feel there's a future with somebody, include them with your friends and with your family. That's another proof of love. And there is no love without proof of love. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Mandy, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Mandy. What is up with you? Well, Simon, my boyfriend and I are now long distance. It's been um, about two months now that we've been having a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. And we talk to each other every day. We text. Um, but it feels very like, how was your day? Mine was good. How was yours? Like, it, I feel like we don't have that same kind of level of connection and closeness that we have when we're actually together. So what can we do long distance to maintain that feeling of connection and, and closeness to each other. Sure, and, and that's the challenge, uh, Mandy, for every long-distance relationship. So I'm glad you called me because I think, you know, that that is something like a danger. Um, so here, here's how it goes. You have to both, uh, first of all, realize, right, that there's a problem, that both of you are suffering from the same thing. Do you think it's suffering from the same feeling you have? I think so. Okay. I would guess so. Have, have you guys talked about it? Um. Not really. How come? I, um, I think we're we're both so busy, and because of the time difference, it makes it harder to kind of spend more time and and have meaningful conversations. Sure, but yet you have not talked about it together. So, you guys have to set up a conversation soon, 
and explain to each other how do you feel and then tell him the truth, how you feel disconnected, how you feel the distance, how you feel lonely sometimes, ask him how he feels. So kind of you guys become a team, right? So you're facing adversity, that's the distance, how to beat the adversity. And you guys have to be one again, right? And then their solutions is a lot about communication, like every morning, good morning, how are you? You know, did you sleep well? So you keep communication during the day. And then you can send a picture, you know, I don't know where you're at work or he can do. So you're part of each other's life. And the great thing with the phone we have now is that we take pictures, movies. And for instance, you guys can also go see movies at the same time on Netflix, you know, stuff like that. So let's say there's a great Netflix movie. You say we're going to both see it together uh, at the same time, from the beginning to the end, pose at the same time we pose and bring you the same experience. So you're not at the movie theater together, but you're experiencing the movie together, for instance, right? And then you're at FaceTime, and you know, you, you break the distance with that. Mm-hmm. Right? But you got to want to do this. That's the thing, Mandy. It has to come from you and him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Mandy. Well, I hope it helps you, and that's actually, it has helped me in the same situation in my life, and I think it can help you too. So first, have this conversation, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you for your call, and good luck to you. All right. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. I just got an interesting voicemail from somebody who's dealing with insecurity in their relationship. And so I'm going to help them next. Stay with me. You know that at any time, 24-7, if you have a question for me and you just want to leave a voicemail, all you got to do is call 855-905-8255 and we'll play it on the show like this one. Hi, my name is Catherine, and I just wanted some love advice. I've been seeing this guy for, like, eight months, and for the first, like, six months, we weren't really in a relationship. We were just kind of friends with benefits, and I wound up talking him into the relationship, and he seems pretty happy with it now, but he told me that it takes him a long time to tell somebody he loves them, and I don't know if that's, like, his way of trying to tell me that that's maybe never where we're going or if I'm being paranoid because he does send me kissy faces and hearts and calls me all the pet names and is like the perfect boyfriend, but I'm just so paranoid. Am I just crazy girl brain or what? Any advice would be awesome. Thanks. So basically, if your partner doesn't say I love you right away, should you be worried? Catherine, stay with me. I'm going to answer your question next. Would you be worried if you were just two months in a new relationship and your partner hasn't said I love you yet, right? So that's the question Catherine really asked me on this voicemail saying, you know, we were first for six months friend with benefits and then we started to have a real relationship. He sent me heart, emojis, this, that, but he hasn't said, I love you yet. And then she's really worried. So let me tell you, Catherine, some people it takes a week, some people it takes a year, some people it takes six months. Those things come naturally. Please don't worry. Judge the relationship, not so much just on when the person says, I love you, but on every way he expresses his love and attention to you. Because there is many different ways to express I love you. It's not just the words. There's five languages of love, actually. So give him a little time and watch and feel how is it to be with him. That's how you judge if somebody loves you or not. So relax, calm down, and enjoy the new relationship. You call that next, 855 905 8255. 855 905 8255. Violette, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Violette. You have a special story, I believe, you want to share with me tonight. I do. I have the best, most romantic birthday story um, that my boyfriend did for me. Oh, good. I want to hear that. 
So for my 30th birthday, I woke up and he had decorated my entire apartment with flowers, different kinds of flowers, all throughout the apartment. Uh-huh. Um, he had made me a birthday cake. He took me out for this cute little picnic. And then he surprised me with a book that he had made um, mm-hmm. himself from like, and it all said reasons why he loved me. Like on every page, there was a different reason why he loved me. And then he threw me a surprise birthday party, like with all of our friends and family. Wow. I mean, yeah. that. <laughs> how did you feel was that day that, that how that made you feel? He was so sweet. He was very like detailed and thoughtful. I was floored. I was completely surprised. I had no idea that he was going to play on something so elaborate and so many like little things throughout the day. It was just amazing. Allow me to be a little curious, if I may. Can you tell me the first couple of reasons he wrote in that book of why he loves you? Oh, yeah. Um, he said he loved me for my sense of humor, um, that I was kind to his mother, that I took good care of our dog, um, that I'm a hard worker. Like, they were all very thoughtful reasons. What was the reason that touched your heart the most? Um, I think the one that he wrote where it was like the way that I like take care of him. Like I thought that was really sweet and thoughtful because sometimes you do things for people and you think they don't notice and he definitely notices. So exactly. I thought that was like the sweetest. Listen, that is very sweet and I've never heard of a romantic birthday like that. And I love the idea of the book. Maybe I'll use it myself at one point to write to somebody on their birthday for how much you love them and why you love them. I think that is extremely creative and poetic. So thank you so much, Violette, for sharing that story of yours on The Rendezvous and have a good night. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Do you think it's okay to ask how much money your date makes on a first date? Let's get into that next on The Rendezvous. Do you think it's okay to ask how much money your date makes on a first date? This question, by the way, before you answer, I posted it on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. And interestingly enough, to the question, is it okay to ask how much money you date makes on the first date, 11% of you said, yes, it is. And 89% of you said, no way. And I'm part of the no way. I think really on the first date, it's all about chemistry, like light conversation, Get a vibe, get a feeling. It should not be about how much money you make, either you or your partner. This is for later. This is not should be related to the beginning of a love story. Really not. Anyway, I'll be back tomorrow night. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight and every night. And if you miss me, check out my website, therendezvousshow.com. We've got great stuff on my website and my podcast, La Confession. I'll be back tomorrow night. Thank you so much. À demain. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.